You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I'm just like, what the heck? I first I thought it was one of my bison that gotten out. <laughs> you know, that's, that's the only thing I could think of. That image that is just kind of burned in my mind, I just saw it and it kind of, it kind of moved back and forth. There was an arm and you could see like a gap in between the body and the arm. And I mean, it was huge, you know, seven, eight feet tall. This is the Crypto Creatures Podcast. I am Brian, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Todd. What's going on? You remember the guy in Michigan that we were talking about getting a hold of and speaking to? Yeah, I'm excited about this We're going to talk to him on this show tonight. He's not that far away from us. He's not. We do have an invite to go up there and and check out his place when we can get up there. So So we got to schedule that. We'll get up there and do some recording if he lets us and put something together. Let's find out if he will. Yeah, sounds good. All right, let's get him. Joe, thanks for coming on and talking to us today. No problem. I, I do appreciate you guys reaching out to me. Yeah, thanks for taking the time. Sure. Brian and I had been talking um, prior on an episode about your encounter that had happened up in Michigan, and uh, we were wanting to reach out and, and get a hold of you. You had moved into the property where you're at. You said, I think you told me in 2015, is that right? 15, 16 time frame, yeah. Why don't you just start and tell us what started happening, what you noticed first, what all you guys have, have seen, dealt with, up until, you know, what just happened recently with your encounter. When I first purchased this place, it was kind of, it's secluded. I mean, not too many people know it's back here. It's, we're about a half a mile off the road and uh, way back up in the hills here in the moraine. Um, pretty, as you can see back behind me over here, it's, it's, it was, it's pretty dense. And over the, over the course of just a few years, I'd been clearing, you know, uh, trees and brush all the way around the house. The house had been pretty well unkept, um, ma- you know, maintenance wise gentleman before us, uh, that was here that actually built the home. Um, he had some health issues. So the house was starting to have, you know, see its age. And, um, I just, I started putting in fencing and, you know, just clearing trails and whatnot, just to, just to get it to, to, to where it meets my needs. And, uh, oh, probably about the third day that we came up here on our porch, uh, have a wraparound porch. And on the other side of the porch area, there was some footprints and we're talking 
this is early part of the year. You know, this is this is an early part of the year when we first looked at this. So there was some dust on the on the deck. It was probably about an inch thick or so, and and you could see these bare footprints, and you could see some handprints on the windows. But the handprints were like two of mine. We just thought it was really odd um, that there would be bare footprint. You know, just barefooted footprints up here, and they were extremely large. I'm not talking 12, 13 inches. I mean, w when I measured it, it was it was more like 16 and a half inches. And you know, I didn't really didn't really understand what it was. And you know, just it it just was a bare footprint, and it was in and it looked as if they were moving along the window, like peeking in. And I just thought that was just you know extremely odd. But the house had been for sale for a while, so anybody could have come up here. Um, and it, and that was kind of the first inclination that something, you know, as I look back on it, maybe that's something is what, what I was just wondering. Um, and we would hear strange noises, just loud, loud clunks out in the woods, almost as if, you know, trees were getting knocked down, almost like a baseball bat type sound on the wood, you know, on the trees. Um, some moaning. Just, just some really odd sounds, and I and, and I lived here like I've lived in this area my entire life, growing up. So uh, I'm pretty familiar with all the game trails and things like that because I actually grew up about two miles to the north of this property, and uh, you know I've 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 traveled it quite extensively since I was a small child. Um. But I, you know, I did a stint in the service and, you know, got a little bit of background uh, in the military. And uh, when I came back here, you know, this was the house that we, we, we settled on after leaving Montana. So being here, um, they saw the footprints, as I said, uh, and it was a few weeks, you know, maybe even a few months. And I'll tell you, I think, I think it was the following year, about the same time frame, maybe a little bit warmer climate. We had left and I'd repainted the deck and put some stain on it, you know, started sprucing up the place. And uh, we came back and there was this huge footprint on the, on the deck. I mean, this is not, it's, it's fresh paint, but it was dry. But it had a footprint where we have a lot of sand around the property. And the footprint was very large. I thought it was almost comical. And, um, it just, it just was there, you know, the, uh, the footprint was just there in the middle of the patio and we took a picture of it and, you know, took a tape measure to it. And, uh, it was, uh, it was, it was quite interesting. I mean, my kids all saw it, my spouse had seen it. So then I started that following, that following, uh, fall, I started clearing this area behind me here. And uh, putting in a, a walk line, which would give the animals, our bison and cattle and horses, a way to get up and go around and get to the other side of our property. So I put like a, it's just a funnel, like a funnel walkway. And uh, as I was bulldozing that out, I I was in a fairly large 440D inloader and, uh, you know, just taking out a lot of the small underbrush. And after I got done, I just felt something looking at me and I got out of the end loader and I, I got down, I was in this 
far corner over here and uh i could see you know it's probably 800 feet or so it was just a clear clear path all the way to the back and i thought i saw something really large and i'm trying to trying to you know gauge what I'm seeing and i just got down out of the loader and i just came to the house and sat down spouse asked me what's going on i said uh Ah, nothing and i just you know didn't want to really alarm her or anything and i don't really know what i saw it was just big and it shouldn't have been there so when i came back out and looked she came with me and we went and looked at the area and there was tracks that didn't have any of the fences up there was tracks in the in the leaves and in the shrubbery area not where i not where i just cleared but off into the brush line and it went a pretty long way um, we followed it up in the thicket and I said, well, I'm not going to go any further with that. And, uh, after that, uh, didn't really have any issues, moved some chickens in and started losing a chicken here or there. thought it was maybe a, a fox or a coon or a possum. Cause I mean, we're in the middle of the woods, but I, the door was locked and there's no other way to get into it. And the door was actually wide open. And the chicken feathers, you could see where they went back in that same feather in that same area. And I thought, that's kind of interesting, you know, never thought of it much about it. Just figured it was just a, an animal. And, uh, and it started happening quite often. I mean, literally I've been through probably hundred chickens out here wow. in this time frame. Yeah. And, uh, it just, it just was, it just was odd. So, uh, started, you know, I, I started fencing and I figured I'd just go ahead and, and fence it a little taller than the average ranch. And I put it up about eight feet, most of our fencing, <laughs> you know, wow. and I put about eight strands of barbed wire in. So about two foot in between, you know, just to keep whatever I was seeing or whatever it could have been, you know, I had, I had no idea. Right. Uh, it's pretty thick back in here. And, uh, and uh, that that was pretty much the gist of what I can tell you. And then the day that I ran into this thing, um, horses will alert very well. <clears throat> They're almost better than a, a dog because they see everything. They hear everything. Got really good hearing. And when they all alerted to that, that, that image that is just kind of burned in my mind, I just saw it. And it kind of it kind of moved back and forth. I didn't see the head. The shoulders seemed larger than the, than where the head was at, unless the head was hunched down because it's really hard to see now, but it's that telephone, that power line behind these, this little group of, uh, oh, firewood, I guess that's what you could call it. There's a group of trees right here. Well, right behind that, there's like an arch. And it's like an arch of woven tree. And it's just, I don't know how somebody could bend a sapling like that without breaking it. I mean, uh, and it's an oak. So, I mean, it's fairly good around. And it, and it looked like a, almost like what we call an anipi setting um, when we uh, make a, a sweat lodge. It was almost like an, a bow. That's what we call them as, as just a bow. And it was. It wasn't there before. The tree was straight up and down, and now it's, you know, now it's curved, and there's kind of a big path right there that was never there before. 
Because I mean, it's 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 hard to get back in there. It's it's thick. There's a lot of briars. It's very it's uh, the thorns are, are are just atrocious, and they will uh, they will take a. It, it takes pretty tough skin person to walk through there, and uh, you know I don't really go into the neighbor's property at all, and that's on the neighbor's land. So I just you know keep my place fenced, and but the day that I saw that, and the horses saw it it made a movement and the movement was like it crossed over its, like it stepped over itself. Like it went from left to right. And I could see the arm movement. There was an arm and you could see like a gap in between the body and the arm. And I mean, it was huge. I mean, you know, seven, eight feet tall, seven and a half, eight feet tall easily. Wow. And I mean, it was pretty daunting, and I'm just like, what the heck? I First, I thought it was one of my bison that had gotten out. <laughs> and, you know, that's, that's the only thing I could think of, because Cody at his back is like, you know, he's almost seven feet to the top of his back, and I thought maybe my bull had gotten out. And I'm like, how the heck did he get out? And um, he was down below. And uh, I'm looking, and it just... I could see the hair. The hair was what was interesting. It kind of looked like a red fox, like it had a reddish tint to it. And the hairs kind of had a, like a sun bleach to it, but also on the very tips, they were like black. I mean, I'm, I'm literally, I'm like from here to there, I'm maybe 40 yards. I'm maybe 40 yards from right here where I was at. And I have security lighting throughout the entire ranch. And I mean, this, it really doesn't take that long to, I mean, 40 paces (laughs) to the, but you got to go down in this deep valley. It's kind of got a little valley here. So as the crow flies, maybe 40, just to kind of give you some understanding, what I was seeing, there was no, And this whole area right here, there's a big gate. And these are about 11 feet tall with hot wire on them. I turned the fence off, the electric fence, because I've got electric fence as well. Uh, So I've got barbed wire and electric fence and cabling, and I've got security lighting um, throughout the entire property. So these are like solar. I've got some solar stuff up here that... uh, it's every it's every 20 feet. And the thing that I saw, there's the bows right there. I mean, it's literally woven. I mean, that's that sapling is bigger around as my bigger around than my arm. I mean, it's literally twisted in there. And that that was not like that. I mean, that tree was straight up and down. And his and I put a marker where I saw the shoulders. So kind of gave me an idea about high, how high, his shoulder height is probably six, six, two shoulder height was six, two head was a, probably a little, and that's hunched over. So, and I'm, I'm a little lower than that right now. So I think that's probably about six, three or so. That's kind of what I saw and where he was standing at. This is hard clay. When you look at it, I just wondered if maybe if it was in the pasture and it just kind of slid out underneath. I don't really know and just stood up. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But as you look back in here, there's 
there's like a little trail and it, it i mean it's a game trail it's some sort of game trail but as you walk over here i mean it's a swath and i've never and you know i'm always out here out in out on the ranch but this trail goes a long way and that and there's a deep hole back here and it just it this seems like this is a converging game trail that keeps coming in through here and uh wow. the security lighting comes on i mean I, I keep it on all the time i have you know 24 hours a day security footage you know 360 degrees all the way around the ranch so it, it's just a, an interesting it was very distinctive what what it was doing i mean it was intelligent it was not when it turned its back on me it just it the only thing I can say is like the hair bristled and as the hair bristled, the color of the animal changed. It actually changed to the fauna background, almost like it uh, blended in with the gray sassafras trees that are kind of around mm. here. The, 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 the camouflage, I mean, it literally like disappeared in front of my eyes. It didn't like, I don't, you know, it didn't just like, dematerialize i mean it literally right. just camouflaged itself in it blended in with the trees uh, immediately i mean it was like i'm like what the hell you know and mm -hmm. and the horses are looking and all of a sudden within just a few seconds there was a i posted a video and the blue jays started alerting about 100 yards away down into the valley and i mean they were screaming loud like wow and and i'm like i so i knew i didn't not i, I knew i did not not see something because you know you know the things play tricks on you out here you know um your imagination sometimes but you know i i wasn't expecting to see anything right it just the horses looked and they were they looked definitely hard at what it was and that's what made me turn and see and i just caught a glimpse i mean it was seconds but the the interesting thing is I literally had this iPad in my hand when I was taking photographs of the, of the event and I'm watching the animal and what I'm seeing it where I'm turning the, the camera. Cause I literally had to like, you know, be pretty quick about it. Like the, re, you know, cause I already had it, you know, shooting uh, the reverse and, and I was just so dumbfounded by what I just saw and I can't, tell you what it is i i've seen a lot of a lot of different animals throughout the world and i don't think that this was an animal my my gut instinct tells me it was intelligent whatever it was i mean you know and i thought maybe it was somebody playing a joke but just recently the neighbor down the road uh which is very interesting on 33rd street somebody says that they saw a black bear and it was posted on the internet. So, and I know this was no bear. We don't have bears in Southwest Michigan, yeah, not the, <laughs> but I no. guess we do. So they say we don't know they also said that we don't have cougars and I know we've got cougars and this wasn't a cougar, <laughs> but no. uh, whatever this thing was, it was, uh, it was very distinct in its movements and it was trying to slip away. And the only thing I was thinking is there's not a lot of water right here. Now there's a natural spring back here on my property. It just, it's just in that little walkway. 
And then there's the automatic watering trough. Hmm. And there's no, no other water source. No lakes, no rivers, no. Nothing, nothing within this thousand. Well, there is a pond not too far, but there's a lot of houses down there. And then there's another pond, another about five miles to the uh, south of me here. That, and then okay. you have the other lakes where it's you're out, out in the areas, but there are springs down in the valley. But up here on this hill, it's. Um, I have, I have deer that literally come in and they drink right out of the fountain right here. So, so you have a food supply. Yeah. And there's food. So, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that was kind of the other thing. And I had just, and it just dawned on me that, uh, the day before I had just gotten a load of sweet feed in for our cattle and it smells, you know, it's in bags, but it was in one of the barns down here. And I just wondered you know, if that's a possibility, who knows? I, I I have no idea. You know, I just, I'm just telling you what I saw and, uh, it was, it was a moment, you know? Yeah. You know, some people say it's a life changing moment. You know, somebody, you know, I had a lot of guys say, why didn't, why didn't you kill it? And I'm like, you know, I don't think there was a big enough gun to kill that thing. <laughs> <laughs> and we've heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it hasn't done anything to me and why, you know, I, I hasn't, hasn't really done anything to me. So I guess I really didn't care. You know, right. that's not even what I was thinking about. Uh, I just was surprised at what I saw, but, uh, that night after, you know, cause we had some pretty good, uh, we had some pretty good weather when I saw that thing. And that next night, uh, we ended up getting uh, snow. And in the middle of the blizzard, in the middle of that blizzard, I mean, we got hit with probably eight inches. Yeah. And uh, it sounded like some sort of chattering, some cooking, and some. <laughs> my buddy, go, my buddy, I, I, I showed it to him and, and, uh, he thought he's like, what the heck is that? Is that monkeys? I, I told him, I don't know what it is. Never heard it before. And it was like right here. I mean, wow. I, you could hear it through the bedroom window. I opened up the window and, and kind of just listened and it, and it, and it sounded like some owls, but not really owls. I mean, I thought it was like a howler monkey or something. Cause I was in Panama before and, you know, I've, I've been down and I've been down in the jungles, uh, uh, and the howler monkeys are pretty, pretty active. And I've listened, I've heard, you know, monkeys before, but this, this wasn't a monkey like that. It was more of a, it, I couldn't, I can't really, I could never even make the sound that I heard, but it was loud. I mean, it was almost guttural and it, I mean, it hit you to the core, like phonics. I'm I'm a little deaf. Um, I wear hearing aids, but I mean, I felt it inside me and I'm inside the house, which I thought was pretty interesting. interesting. And, you know, that's, that's the last thing I could tell you. And then right after that, we got a huge hailstorm, And after, after that, and then I never, and it's been quiet ever since. I, and I tell most people, I'm like, you know, if it isn't, if it isn't, if they are what everybody seems to think that they are, you know, there's a lot of professionals out there that, that, 
that think that they're, you know, professionals. Yeah, that's what I, you know, there, you got, you got both sides of it. I'm not a professional <laughs> and yeah, I can probably that. tell as much bullshit as the next person. You know what I mean? And, right. but I got no reason to tell anybody any different on this. I mean, I'm not in it for, I just was kind of surprised you guys even reached out to me and I kind of contemplated not talking to you about it. Cause it's, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, I think that with the, with the things that are being brought to light with modern science and technology and, you know, it's a, it's a strong possibility. And I can tell you what I know. I can tell you what I, what I saw. Um, and uh, it's not an animal. It's 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 not an animal. It, it's too intelligent to be an out to, to to be an animal. It was it was direct in what it does. The only thing I could think of is it. it its movement was too human. It, its movement was too human. To it was not a bear. It was not any large animal. It wasn't a cow. It wasn't my buffalo. And the Blue Jays saw it, and it was something that they were afraid of oh, yeah. because they alerted heavily on it. And, you know, the only time I've ever heard Blue Jays alert is when there is a predator in the area. Mm-hmm. So it's if you asked me, it would be an apex predator. But I didn't feel threatened. I really didn't feel threatened. I mean, I've seen, I've picked up you know, tons of rocks out here just to try to get decent grass. And I've picked up all over in this area and about once a week, I got to go out here and pick up a bunch of rocks. And it's, I mean, not little rocks they are good size rocks. You know, fit your hand. And I'm just like, I'm just wondering if, you know, <laughs> where they come from, you know, yeah. and they're, they're not being kicked up by the animals because they're not in this area. <laughs> So I'm just like, okay. Hmm. So yeah, it just, it was just interesting. Um, yeah. you least. know, but this whole area here in, here in, here in Michigan, this whole region, you know, back in the glacial shift, uh, these moraines were dumped here by the glaciers and, and they were civilizations here, you know, civilizations that we don't even know about, you know, that oh, they, yeah. that they haven't taught us about and i have found artifacts i found mastodontus i think i showed you some of that stuff um a lot of artifacts uh tools you know paleolithic older than that um you know 10 to 14,000 15,000 year old artifacts and uh and there is a monolithic structure there's a there's a large telephone pole in there about 30 yards within that there's a shelf there's a wall and it's nothing but stone stack. Wow. And nobody's ever nobody's ever lived here. Nobody everybody I know since I was a child has always known that that structure is there. This little valley. This was this was an ancient riverbed because there's still water up behind us that is a, like a little artesian spring. So at one point this was this was a water flow and that went all the way to Lake Michigan. And this this, this is a big bowl that I'm on top of the hill on this spur here and in the valley it is it is black muck so this was a you know an ancient lake at one time i mean mm-hmm. i don't know i just i can't tell you i can't tell you 
I can just I can just only relate to you what I know of what I saw. And I could tell you this. Now, my bison, when I first brought him here, I, I made the mistake of bringing him here alone. I didn't bring the other herd in with him. I wanted the bull to kind of get the, get the gist of it. That bull got out, and he went directly the same way that that animal went. And that, animal, and that bull took me 12 miles, and we never oh. touched a farmer's fence. He took me all the way to Gravel Lake, which is the large, one of our largest and deepest lakes. I'm not going to be able to turn him around. I, there was no way I was going to be able to turn him around. I didn't have a phone with me. He just kind of took off. Uh, the spouse had called me. She goes, because I was going to go get the other animals. She goes, Cody took off. He got it out of the round pen. And I mean, he just destroyed my round pen as I was bringing the other cattle up. And he just took me on a walkabout all the way, all the way to the gravel lake and came back. And he never touched a fence. All in the woods. All through the woods, all on open trail. And, and he walked. Wow. He walked. He's never been i mean he's never been out of our ranch he knew how to get to that lake and i don't know how he knew this but he made it all the way and went to that other five mile pond you know about five miles from here uh went to the pond walked around the pond there's a huge island on it and then went across the crossed one road into the next into the next into the next block of woods Cross the next road and then into the into the gravel lake. Turn around and came right back this way. And by five thirty in the morning, neighbor had called and she says, "Hey, Cody's back at the other ranch." Because I left him at one of the neighbor's properties that I knew uh, in one of his big fields, and he made it all the way back home. Wow! And I just it it just amazed me. And you know, as I'm thinking about this. If that buffalo could make that, I mean, you know, <laughs> almost 3,000 pound buffalo, nobody saw him. Nobody. Yeah. That means there can be, you better easily be a, a larger one. Easily. Yeah. I mean, there's, it, it, it's easily. It could be easy. And, and when I, when I recognize that and found these trails, and, I, and, I, and I'm telling you, I've been through, I've been through this whole block my entire life. I know where every little nook and cranny is. Um, there's some really interesting features out here that some people have never even been on their own property out in the back because it's deep. It's it's very deep. It's uh, very people don't look at Southwest Michigan as being mountainous. The terrain is very rough, uh, especially up here on the moraine. You know, this this glacier has dumped boulders. You know, size of this truck. You know, but uh, but there is actually ancient civilizations out there that are still sitting in the woods that nobody's ever messed with, and I and and I've seen them, and I've and there's ancient trails through here that you know older than older than time, and I know that those trails probably were were done, you know, were used no different than the Native Americans, Paleolithic Indians, or even early first traders here, and. Uh, if that buffalo can disappear like that and, and nobody sees him, I mean, he literally walked into a community on Gravel Lake, which is all Chicagoan people, went down and drank and turned around and walked back. I followed him the whole way. 
just walked with him. I didn't, I couldn't, you know, turn him. I just asked him what he was doing. And he's very intelligent. He's an intelligent animal. You know, they're, they're like a, they're like an elephant. They don't forget. They're, they're, you know, they're an ancient species. You know, when I look at this, I just, every day I get up and I look out when I come out and I, I look right there and I'm just like expecting to see something now, you know, and I haven't seen anything yeah, well, since. Keep so. looking because you never know. They make, you well, make and that's, you know, and it's, and I think it's probably best for me just to leave it alone, you know, yeah, probably. <laughs> but I just, <laughs> You know, I'm not, you know, I'll give it an offering or something. If it wants it, it can have whatever it wants. Cause I'm not going to stop it. Wants to eat one of those cows. Go ahead, buddy. Just don't eat me. That's all yeah. I care about. And I don't think so. Like I said, I didn't feel threatened. The horses didn't spook. They didn't run. They just looked. That's what shocked me. You think you're just coming and, out know, there to check out your fence? I don't know. On. I don't know. Couldn't tell you. I, I just, I just know that what I saw was something I probably will never see again in my lifetime. I wouldn't say that. It, I wouldn't, I, I say, wouldn't that. say that. Yeah. It sounds like you might <laughs> well, see just, more going on around there. It, it's it's interesting. I'm just telling you, it's just interesting, and I just, uh, I I just I couldn't tell you. You know, I I just couldn't tell you what I what I actually saw. I I could tell you what I saw. How how big it was, but it was not. It was not a four-legged animal. It was on two legs, and I just thought, okay, interesting. So yeah, so that's the best I could do for you, fellas. Uh, pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's you know, and I've had a lot of people you know comment about it, but I just you know I try to keep quiet about it. I mean, it's yeah. it is what it is. I don't blame you. And I, and it's funny because, uh, just every once in a while, you'll hear some interesting sounds out here and I'm just, you know, I, I never have to, I never worry about anything out here. It's just, you know, it is what it is. You had told us earlier before we actually, uh, got you on the show here to record today, uh, that you didn't really see the face of this creature, get a good look at the face. Did you notice a smell or anything like that though? Why don't you say that? It is, it is like. A musky, hot, stinky. I've only caught a whiff of it a couple of times, and it, it it'll take your breath away. It 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 is. <laughs> I think the only other time I've ever smelled smelled smell something worse than not even worse than that, but close to it is spending fifty five days in the northern border of Iraq and no shower. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, that's and one bad. pair of clothes and, and having dysentery, if that tells you anything. Um, so, yeah, that that wet, like a wet, dirty, musky, it's the worst thing you'll ever smell in your life. But I'll tell you what, I've smelled some dead things. You know, you ever smell your dog when it got out of the woods and went and rolled in a dead animal? Uh, yeah. And worse than that. Worse than that. And I have to I have to keep my dogs in quite a bit because they they do alert because I've got healers here, Texas healers, that work the cattle. And uh they don't venture off in that in that neck of the woods at all. At all. Joe, it's interesting that you talked about how the hair seemed to change color or stand up. Um 
can blend in and by doing this something weird they do with their their hair or their fur or whatever you want. right it's almost it's, it's almost chameleon like it's like uh and the hair the hair wasn't thick like you would think it, it it's almost like you couldn't really see the skin but you saw the hair the hairs were were not super thick they were you had different layers it was almost like it was uh blowing a coat if that tells you anything almost like blowing a coat like a like our buffalo like the bison it blows its hair um and that's kind of what i thought was interesting about this animal or this this creature that i saw the the coat looked like it was well groomed i could see it that perfect it was almost like it was groomed like it had groomed itself or you know like it kept it it wasn't like all matted down like a like a cow would be laying in something. It, it was almost like it kept itself pretty well groomed. And it, it just, yeah, we've heard that it just too. stuck out. It just stuck out because the weather, the change of the weather, you know, we're coming out of winter basically and everything looked dead and this thing looked vibrant. Like it had been in the, like it had been combed and brushed and groomed and its hair stood up and it bristled. And just as it turned its back and as soon as it turned its back, as soon as it crossed over and turned, it it just disappeared right in front of my eyes. I'm watching it, and I probably wasn't, you know, looking at it like I'm looking at you guys. I was I was looking at it and just kind of shocked, you know. Oh, yeah. I just took it for what it was, you know. And within seconds, I mean, man, it wasn't even 35 seconds. 35 seconds. Because I've got a timer on my, on the. And the time that I was running the video from the horses to that, it was 35 seconds and it was gone, gone. That's a good amount of time. Actually, that's a, that's a quite a bit of time, you know, it is, it is. But I'm saying from when I got out of the vehicle, looking at the animals and the horses turned. And then by the time I got to here going, what the heck can I see? You know, I was like, holy cow. When I spun around and I'm just like, what am I seeing? And I'm just kind of looking, and I'm like, oh, man, buffalo's out. And when it crossed over itself, it like it's like its leg. It just turned like it crossed over and turned its back to me, standing right there. And when it turned its back, I'm like looking through, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, maybe ten little trees that are less than five inches across, six inches across, you know, diameter. It's standing behind it. I mean, I could see it plain as day. But when it turned its back, it just gone. And within within two seconds of that, the Blue Jays were screaming about 100 yards off. And that's down in the valley. (laughs) Uh, The the, BRFO, Bigfoot researchers. BFRO, yeah. Yeah, that gentleman... uh, uh, I forgot uh, Matt. I guess his name is Matt. I don't really. Yeah. They contacted me, and he was just kind of shocked a little bit by it, you know. And you know, and like I said, I'm I'm kind of the devil's advocate. What I saw, I couldn't tell you. I'm I I know what I'd like to say that I saw, <laughs> but I can tell you it's it's more human than it is animal, just because of the nature of how it moved. The nature of it was to slip away without me noticing it. And I think probably the average person wouldn't have seen it. And I'm not, I'm an average person, but 
I've got a little bit of skill. Um, you know, the United States government put a little bit of money in me and, uh, I was able to, you know, what I saw, I could, I could draw a picture. I mean, it burned, it, it etched in my mind what I saw. And like I said, again, I did not feel threatened. Um, but I, but you know, when you guys asked me about what it smelled like, it, you know, it's funny you guys say that because I didn't say anything about it because I, I it, right. it, it, it's, it's dumb. It, 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 it smelled worse than a, you know, a dead skunk, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, I think worse that's, than a, that's more of a, a warning. So you've probably been closer to it more than you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I try not to go over there if you know what I mean. I don't, I don't want to disturb it. If it, if it lives there, it can live there. I don't care. Right. It can live there as long as it wants. It sounds like to me, Joe, that you've got these things crawling around there, maybe trying to get at your uh, livestock or your horses or your chickens still. Do you think that uh, electric fence keeps them at bay? I mean, the electric fence will, will put a horse down. I mean, I'm, I'm running some pretty hot voltage there. I run a 60 mile fence charger on 11 acres. So it's pretty hot. And, uh, when I charge it, 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 when I turn it on, it, uh, it'll make you pee your pants and cry. That's for sure. Uh, don't drop a horse. I don't want to touch it. Oh yeah. It, it's, it, it'll put them back on their, put them back on their heels real quick. And they learn to stay off of it. I, I don't know. Like mm-hmm. I said, I just, I put the bigger fence up for a reason and I did it up around the house, especially because, you know, Oh yeah. What I've seen, you know, I just it is what it is. And uh just I had a thought, Joe. Go ahead. Yeah. What you know, you showed us that and for the audience, you know, they're gonna be listening to this podcast. We're we're talking to each other on on video, so you can show us your property with a camera and you've showed us what, what you're talking about and hopefully we can get some of yeah. those from you, some pictures and whatnot, or videos, whatever you have post them on our group page when we release this episode so they can check it out. Well, you showed us the beaten down area where there's no grass growing. Looks like some been standing there quite a bit where that tree branch was, was cracked and twisted. I wonder if there's something you could put there where you could get some imprints of any kind of steps or footprint to see if there's something that's still coming there and standing around, or if you maybe just made it real muddy. It's, uh, it's too intelligent. There's not one for that. There's not, listen, there's not one footprint in any of the sand. I'm, I'm a really good tracker. I mean, I'm a really good tracker. You know, I got 22 years, 14 years in the infantry. And, uh, I worked in reconnaissance. Everything it's doing, if it's, if it's out there, it is good at what it does. It hides for a reason. Oh, yeah. This isn't something that it's, that it's just, it isn't just going to leave a trail, um, not purposely for someone to follow. Yep. And, you know, I mean, I could show you right here. I bulldozed all in here. It's ne- I've never found a footprint in here. One, not one. And I look, I mean, I literally look all the time. This, whatever it is, it's that intelligent not to leave, not to leave, um, sign. And I'm sure they do, but, here it, it's kind of hard, you know, because the leave, the undergrowth is so. The leave base here is, you know, decades old. I mean, you go out there, and that matter is, you know, it's it's got leaves that are, you know, ten years that are, didn't even decay yet, and uh, so it's it, it's kind of hard. I think that I, I don't know. I just 
and that's just my impression. I just don't think that it will leave. Uh, it won't. I don't think it would leave a, a track like that. And you know, I think what it was doing was probably going to come and get some water because the water's right here. I, and I don't think it because it would have already killed the killed anything, any of the calves, any of the pigs. I don't think that it that it that it's that type of a uh, a being. I just I just don't think that it's. I think there's too much opportunity out here um, for dead animals. You know, if it if it's going to be you know that it can it can take deer. At any time, it's not going to come and get my cow when it when it's probably it's it, who knows what it I don't know what it eats probably roots berries whatever but I mean I mean there's enough feed out here that I leave in the troughs that that it wouldn't need to to have to kill anything. You well, know? I'm sure you got a lot of deer around there too. So exactly, exactly, and you know who knows I I, I can't I can't tell you I just I don't I don't know what it eats. Um, it didn't eat me. So I guess, and it didn't eat my horses and I haven't had any, you know what I mean? I haven't had any odd stuff. You know, I've had chickens. I've had a lot of chickens taken and I've had the door open and I know damn well I locked it and I've had other people lock it and, you know, come out and the doors open and the chickens are scattered all over at night. And it's like, after getting, you know, you go around and pick them all up, put them back in the coop and it's like. And you'll have one that's, you know, that's taken eggs. You know, I get probably three or four dozen of eggs a day. And I've had it to where there's no eggs in my chicken coop. And, uh, uh, you know, you always, I always wondered, you know, what the heck happened there? You know, somebody come and get some and, you know, it's possible, but you got to drive um, half a mile up my driveway, come through three gates to get to my place. And then if you're coming here to steal eggs, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I don't think that's what you're doing. You've right. got to you've got to get through barbed wire and electric fence to even get to my property, to even get to the house. So, I don't know, fellas. I just I still it's think interesting. I still think one of those uh, Bigfoot creatures you got roaming around have definitely probably touched that uh, fence and got a good shot, and that's probably oh, I'm, I'm sure. sure they I'm, sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. They I'm do. sure. You know, and I sat here, I, I sat here and I, you know, I think about this and I mean, I can, I can walk the whole property with you guys and, and just, and look around. I mean, I look, I look for tracks just to see, I always look to see if there's any, any type of track. Joe, if we could get in touch with you and you can send us any pictures you have or whatnot again and come up and uh, take a look around, we'd really appreciate that, man. Yeah, we'd love to come up. Yeah, no worries. In the meantime, if anything happens, yeah, or if you see something, let us know. You have a good evening. And- hey, no, you too. Thank you, Joe. All thank right. you for well, taking the time, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. All right, Joe. Thanks again. Yep, take care, guys. Yeah, I think we definitely need to get up there and see what's going on in that area. Oh, yeah. This place. For sure. I wonder if it has something to do with his, his livestock or something like that. You know, I, again, that area is... It, it sounds like it's... Perfect for that. I mean, he's got all the he's got the watering, he's got the chickens, he's got the you know. Yeah, we'll get up there and check yeah. it out for sure, man. Yeah, we will. It's good hanging out yep. with you again. Till next time, I will talk to you later, brother. Yep. See ya. <laughs>